Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And in today's episode, we have an amazing couple. They actually run several different uh, websites and businesses online, uh, you know, generating multiple streams of income, which is, allows them to travel full time. Uh, they're actually just south of me. Uh, I'm from Vancouver, BC, Canada, and they're uh, just north of Seattle in a place called Everett. Uh, just for the time being, because usually they're on the road, but they come back to enjoy the beautiful summers we have in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> because the rest of the year, it is cloudy, overcast, and you don't want to be there. So <laughs> these guys have uh, learned uh, learned uh, to to come back when it's good. Uh, so uh, our guests today are Nathan and Sarah, and they have a great website called Live Dream Discover. LiveDreamDiscover.com. Uh, so we're going to be finding out more about the journey, about the travels, and about how. They generate multiple streams of online income. Uh, so to start, to start off with, Nathan and Sarah, why don't we get to know you a little bit better if you want to share a little bit more about yourselves? Okay. Um, well, I'm originally well born in England, but then immigrated to Canada as a teen and lived in Vancouver most of my life. Um, Nathan's from yeah, I'm Washington. From, yeah, I'm from the Everett area here and uh, lived here. I mean, I've... Outside of, I lived a bit of time in uh, Montana, and I traveled around a little bit. Uh, I used to be in the military. Um, but other than that, just exploring the Pacific Northwest before we uh, started traveling. Yeah, and then we met and uh, decided to take on a new life and quit our businesses and Sold started everything. traveling. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a familiar story. Uh, I've done that, and a lot of my guests have done that too. Uh, uh, you know, sell your stuff, leave it all behind, and travel the world. It is the dream lifestyle, isn't it? It is. Well, yeah, yeah, it is for us, not for everybody. Not for everybody yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, we we thought we were quite unique <laughs> when we started this journey. But the deeper we dug into uh, the nomadic lifestyle, the more we realized there's a lot of us out there, more yeah. and more. I think all the time. And I think the hardest part is people taking that that initial step, that risk, you know, of selling everybody, selling everything off, and then not knowing what's gonna. I mean, for us, you know, we went from dating long distance, never lived together at all, from that straight to living with each other twenty four seven. We never lived together before we started traveling. <laughs> we went wow, straight- that's. That is yeah. quite the jump. That quite the jump from uh, long distance dating to full time traveling as a couple. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'm interested in the journey. Tell us about some of the major uh, continents, countries, cities you guys have visited so far in your travel adventure. Well, we I don't think it was really a decision we made, but we've just sort of naturally fallen into a pattern um, where we pick a new continent every year. Well, not necessarily new, but a different continent every year. Um, So the first year we decided to go, the plan was to go to Mexico and then travel down through Central America. So we actually started with a car and drove south from Seattle with the car, drove all the way down the coast, um, down the Baja. And in fact, our original plan was to buy a sailboat and move aboard become liveaboards. Yeah. Travel that way. <laughs> Travel around the world yeah. in a sailboat. But, but um, we decided that we didn't have as enough money or enough experience to pursue that at this point. So and we... It, uh, yeah, and it was going to be more difficult to uh, start, start our online business. businesses when you're on a boat. Yeah. You know, so. so we drove down the um, 
the coast and ended up in La Paz and drove back out again and sold the car. And since then we've been nomads. Yeah. Um, so the first year was intended to be Mexico and Central America, but we fell in love with Mexico and just spent seven months there. And we spent a little bit of time in Guatemala. We did go to Guatemala. And then we went to Belize yeah. and then back into Mexico. Um, and then uh, and then what we've done every year since then is come back here to the Pacific Northwest, as you said, for the beautiful summers. And so we spend about four months a year in the Pacific Northwest, and the rest of the year we'll travel elsewhere. So as I said, the first year was Mexico and a little bit of Central America. Second year was Europe. Europe. Third year was Southeast Asia. Yeah, um, Thailand, Cambodia, and Philippines. Yeah. But most of the time was in Thailand. And then the fourth year, we jumped back to Mexico, again, with the intention, intention to go further, but we just love that country. So we stuck it out there again for another six months. Now we're back here, and in September, we're heading to Europe again. Sounds amazing. So uh, any particular highlights in terms of the experiences? or uh, You know, I, I really believe that travel can leave these lasting impressions and change our life. Um, walk us through some of your favorite experiences so far on the road. Oh man, that'd be hard to. We've had so many, so many amazing things. things. I think for me, it's it's. I mean, I I enjoy seeing every place and you know, uh, learning the culture and and uh, trying out the food and. But I think for me, it's like anything that's like a unique thing that I I wouldn't be able to really do anywhere else. Like uh, I'm trying to think of like well, we hiked uh, in Guatemala. We hiked up a active volcano and roasted marshmallows on the mm -hmm. lava. You know, so. That's kind of like a unique thing that you wouldn't normal people don't do even if they're on vacation. Um, we yeah. got we both got Sakyant tattoos in Thailand from a Buddhist monk, uh, which was a you know super unique Pretty experience. Cool, yeah, swimming with whale sharks. Yeah, swimming with whale sharks. Um, um, I don't know, just there's so many. I think the for me, I think it's. Um, learning about the different cultures is probably the number one thing. It really opens your mind and your eyes to how, how different we are and yet how, how much the same we all are. So I really enjoy that part of it and food. We love food. So trying new food. And then, um, a big part of our focus on, on one of our websites, live, dream, discover is on trying to maintain, achieve and maintain like a balanced life, balanced lifestyle, which, you know, it's tough enough to do when you're in one place, but when you travel, it's really hard. So for us, we always try and incorporate um, a mul multiple things when we when we travel to a new place. We want to we want to try and stay he healthy and fit. So we always try and do very physical activities. So that's where like the hiking and yeah, we try to maintain workouts and yeah, try to eat semi healthy uh, when we can. Um, so mixing in. I think that's the big challenge is every place we go is trying to find ways to maintain that balance. So, you know, maybe we're in a country where there's beautiful mountains, so we'll we'll make sure we go hiking to try and maintain that health. Um, but it's also interesting to try and get to know the culture and how they perceive balance in their life. You know, what do they do to stay healthy and happy? So I, I think that's been a lot of our experiences is just trying to incorporate the different cultures and the food and the lifestyle into our own so that we can maintain our own. Yeah, I would say we try to balance. do, we, we do it like in thirds. We do, you know, a third of it is, you know, culture and history. 
for the area. A third of it is, um, you know, like a like you said, like active travel, uh, you know, health and fitness. And then another third is fun. It's fun. I mean, we do like yeah. to have fun when we're traveling as <laughs> yeah. well. So, you know, we will do that yeah. as well. But we just try to minimize it uh, and balance it out. Fun should be first, right? Fun first and then the other things. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish. If you have too much fun, then you don't want to yeah. do the other things. <laughs> uh, so tell us about the flip side. I mean, uh, it is fun uh, and it also is great to travel and uh, there's the dream of traveling. But the flip side is this, the struggles, the challenges, the difficulties. Uh, so walk us through some of the darker sides of travel and some of the more challenging parts of travel. I would say for like for me, uh, one of the number one things that I've noticed since traveling is uh, even though we're we're pretty active and we're traveling, you know, full time, we really live a very sedentary. It's a it's very sedentary job. We spend so much time sitting in front of a computer, you know, where uh, unless you that was your job before. My job before was not sitting in front of a computer. You know, I did a lot. I did photography and and personal training, and so. Yeah, I would say for Nathan, that's probably the toughest part is just not being as physically active as as he used to be on a regular basis. So we have to sort of make up for that when we step away from the computer. Yeah, we'll set alarms sometimes on the computer like, OK, let's get up and move around a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and um, um, we work <laughs> we work more now than we did before. We for sure. Traveling. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, you know, missing missing family and friends, missing big events. We haven't been home for Christmas for, what, four, five, four, five years. four years? Yeah. We've missed Christmas with family and friends. So that, that's that's hard. And then uh, <laughs> maintaining an income. <laughs> yeah, we work, we work 80 hours a week for ourselves so we don't have to work uh, 40 hours for somebody else. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. That's funny. I, I, I tried to join this and she wanted to ask a question as well. So I'd love to yeah. give her the spotlight. What's your favorite country? Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> that's such a hard question. We, we're asked that question a lot. Yeah, it it's depends so on hard. what it's for. Yeah, it depends on what it's for. Um, we, love, we love Mexico for the food and the people and the weather. Um, but we love uh, Europe for the history and the architecture. Um, gosh, that's tough. Do you have a favorite country? Rianne, um, you know, they're asking you if you have a favorite country. What's your favorite country? Uh, Dubai. Why do you like Dubai? My, sis, I mean, my cousin's there. What else do you like about Dubai? Oh. Legoland. Legoland. Yeah. What else? What else is your favorite after after Dubai? South Africa. Why? Wow. Animal because <laughs> I spotted a giraffe. You did? Oh, very cool. oh, I'm so jealous. We have not been to Africa yet. <laughs> no. It's up high on our list, but haven't been there yet. You're very lucky. <laughs> We did get to hang out with elephants in Thailand for yeah, a day. Yeah, we did hang out with elephants. We took care of uh, some elephants. For and the Philippines. The Philippines, we have been there. Yeah, do like the Philippines. Philippines is beautiful, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You can say, what's your favorite animal? 
favorite animal? No, 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 you didn't ask them yet. Uh, what's your favorite animal? Ooh, I love all animals. I'm a huge animal lover. Um, probably a dog just because, you know, they're man's best friend. <laughs> How about you, um, Nathan? Yeah, well, for like a, a pet, yeah, probably a dog. But I would say after our experience in Thailand, I would say an elephant is way up there on my uh, favorite. There, it was They're it was so just amazing. crazy. It was you know because we were bathing them and <clears throat> taking care of them for the day, and it was it was literally having like a dinosaur for a for a pet yeah. for the day. It was. We were not crazy. riding them. Don't ride elephants. <laughs> no, we were. Don't no. go to those places that that we make were, them do tricks. <laughs> we were taking care of them for the day, yeah. which is cool. But go to the sanctuaries if you want to visit elephants. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a controversial part of travel, whether you should actually ride the elephants or swim with the dolphins or go to the zoos, visit it, aquariums. And, uh, exactly. It, it, it's tough. Yeah. It's, a it, tough, it's a tough thing to, to determine. Um, you know, you got to do your research. Um, well, even culturally, it's tough just because, you know, in, in different uh, cultures, you know, they've, they've been doing something for yeah. know, a thousand years, a right, long right. time. So it's, and who are we to come yeah, in and tell them, oh, you can't do this anymore. Exactly. It's their livelihood. So the, the most it's that we tough. can do is like, we don't have to participate in right. it necessarily. But, yeah. Um, and know. it is, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. And, and I, I love animals. I'm a huge animal lover. So it's, you mentioned zoos and that's always a challenge for me as well, because there's so many different sides to, to the situation um yeah that, i could go on and on about this we probably don't need to go down that rabbit hole but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. it is a rabbit hole because then there's like where do you stop what about riding horses riding exactly. camels you know exactly. like where, where do you stop isn't it difficult for the camels isn't it difficult for the horses yeah, right so it is a tough one it is a tough one <laughs> it is tough. so we we try to we just we try to make our own decisions based on our own research when it comes to that type of thing and then we will share with our audience when we write about it we'll share what what we have found and and what our experience was rather than try and say you know don't go here or don't go there we'll just share what we found and our personal opinion but <laughs> it's tough so Nathan and Sarah, you've covered a little bit of the income side of things. Uh, tell us some more. Uh, tell us about uh, what are the different ways that you're able to uh, generate income online to help support your travel lifestyle. Well, uh, sure. Um, as far as the travel website and uh, our kind of fitness and adventure website, um, I would say a huge amount of that is either uh, affiliate marketing so we, we embed affiliate links within our articles. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we will, uh, when it comes to that though, we, we only do that with places that we've been or experienced ourselves. Yeah. So we, we try and work with companies that um, we really value, we find give off a good quality. Um, so that's one way. We do, um, we we do, do uh, campaigns for campaigns, promotions, brands and yeah. products. Uh, um, we do freelance work, a lot of freelance writing. Um, uh, Nathan has a fitness site, um, which helps people, like offers programs for staying fit. Um, yeah, it's uh, called Fit Living Lifestyle. And uh, I have a database of uh, over 700 workouts on there that people can just uh, do uh, any place, anywhere they want in the world, uh, whether mm -hmm. they're at the gym or at home or you know in a hotel room, they can just download one real quick, and it's got 
pictures, videos and stuff for, for people to use. So yeah. there's a subscription for that that people, so that's a source of income for us as well. And we um, do uh, social media management for brands. Um, for other, uh, other, uh, other bloggers, travelers. other travelers. <laughs> Yeah, we, we've got to, we do a lot of different things. You really have to um, in, in this industry, in the travel industry. And as a, as a sort of an entrepreneur and nomadic lifestyle, um, you really have to pick from a lot of different places. You can't, we have found anyway, we, you can't really just have one source of income because things are always changing. When you work online, when your business and your income is dependent on the World Wide Web, you're really at their mercy, you know. People like or companies like Google, um, places like that, Amazon. Amazon you, you're at their mercy. They can change things like that. Yeah, we've, we've <laughs> right? had friends that, that you know make a majority of their income from Amazon, right? And then, and then recently, they change the rules. Recently, Amazon just changed their uh, their uh, affiliate uh, marketing uh, yeah. platform. So. So they've lost a lot of their income. So we we have found very early on we decided diversification is key. Try and try and become, get as many sources of income as you can, even if it's some of them may just be trickles of income. But you put it all together, and one of the reasons why we have multiple websites as well. Yeah, exactly. So we have all those different streams of income coming in. Yeah. So uh, you have the main website called Live Dream Discover. Uh, what are some of the other sites you guys operate and manage? Uh, the kind of fitness slash adventure website is uh, Fit Living Lifestyle, um, and that's just fitlivinglifestyle.com. Mm -hmm. uh, the social media management is uh, buildyoursocialgame.com. And the, then we have um, uh, Discover the Discover Pacific, the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. We started that one just a year ago because we realized, you know, we were so busy traveling around the world um, and writing about international destinations, but we would come home to the Pacific Northwest every year for about four months to see family and friends, and we realized, well, home is one of the most beautiful places in the world. So why aren't we doing more <laughs> to, to tell the world about this beautiful place? So that's why we decided, you know what, we need to start another focus, another website, that uh, we can work on when we're back here in Pacific Northwest. So that's how that came about. But and we love beer, wine, and yeah, it's very niche. <laughs> it's a very niche site because at first we were thinking, okay, discover the Pacific Northwest. We could write about so many things, it's so beautiful. But um, we decided to go very, very niche, very focused. Um, so it's all about the wineries, breweries, distilleries, and related food and events that happen in Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia. So it's it's a lot of fun to work on. <laughs> I'm glad you're covering my home and native land over there in BC. Absolutely, so yeah, I can't miss that. And there are so many fabulous um, new craft breweries and wineries, and and the food, the local food, and so many festivals and stuff in this in this region. I mean, the the source of content is never yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah, it's always growing. It's trending. Yeah. It's yeah, and it's such a beautiful place, as you know. And then, and when the weather's nice, when the weather's nice, there's no more beautiful place in the world. <laughs> and that's a, another reason. I mean, we always try to look ahead as well. Uh, you know, keep track of what's trending online. You know, you have to if you're going to be in this business. And mm -hmm. uh, one of the reasons this year we're we're launching another website for specifically for virtual reality and getting into that because uh, 
you know, every, everybody's working on it, you know, yeah. uh, Google's putting a lot of money into it and yeah. Microsoft and WordPress is integrating it. So, I mean, it's, the it's going to happen. It's just, sure. we want to be ahead of the game. We want to be there at the beginning. <laughs> Awesome. awesome. Uh, you know, uh, you right. definitely have a few different uh, <laughs> income streams there and hands uh, in the bucket, so to speak. Uh, I'm curious about um, uh, if someone is watching or listening and they want to travel like the way you are or the way I am, but they just don't know where to start because it can be really overwhelming with the money side of things, the multi streams of income side of things, where to go, etc. Uh, so, any tips for, some, uh, for someone who might be thinking of? Uh, traveling but just don't know where to start um honestly the the first thing is to just start just take that first step now wh whether that means um selling your home so that you're not tied to a mortgage or whether that means starting an online business before you quit your job so you have uh, the beginnings of an income um for me my big the, the biggest tip i can give is just take that first step whatever that is take that first step and then you'll find once you take that first step things will start to flow um, outside of that I guess you know yeah. research I would, um, my yeah my tips would be um, like you said yeah you kind of have two options you can save up a bit of money uh, beforehand or, or sell stuff uh, ahead of time so you have a little bit of a buffer income uh, while you build an online uh, business or you can start your online business ahead of time so uh, you know you don't have to wait around because it takes a little while to get going online. Um, Makes a and, lot of work. <laughs> and, and, the, and a big thing that I would say is get, get to be part of the community of other uh, online entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. other travelers. Uh, we've learned so much from other travelers and people we've met uh, you know, on the road. Um, there are lots of places around the world where, you know, no, nomadic uh, travelers or, or online entrepreneurs tend to congregate and you can learn a whole lot from from uh, yeah. being part of those groups yeah find some forums find some groups that that you think might be of interest to you I mean there's so many different ways to make a living um, yeah just online. because one just because it works you know, something works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for another person. And just because something didn't work for somebody doesn't mean it won't work for you. So. Yeah, yeah. So I guess research. See, I'm, I'm, I tend to be like, just do it. <laughs> and Nathan's like, oh, we got to research it Keep first. trying, keep trying, and uh, eventually something will stick. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys are the yin and yang. You yin and yang. You need you need both. You need the you know adventurous, just do it spirit, uh, and then yeah. also you need the practical, logistical reality. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because beforehand, before we started traveling, she used to be like a huge travel planner, like wanted to plan everything out ahead of time. Mm -hmm. But now we don't. We don't do a whole lot we of don't. planning. <laughs> yeah. Here we we travel for for a living, and uh, yeah, we've become much less about the planning yeah. and more about the experiencing where it, yeah you definitely used to be the other way around yeah, I think for this <laughs> this trip that we're going to Europe we'll probably be there from September until next spring um, I think we've only got and this is probably the most planned we've ever done the first two months we've got kind of planned out yeah <laughs> other than that there's no plan <laughs> Uh, so speaking of plans, I mean, uh, right now you're in uh, the Pacific Northwest, you're going to Europe uh, from the fall to the spring. Uh, what is your vision? What is your vision for the future in terms of your travels, in terms of your life, in terms of your business? 
Um, you know, neither of us really have a desire or don't see ourselves ever having a desire to stop um, the nomadic lifestyle. Um, we both love it. We aren't, we've never been tied to material things. Um, we don't miss really having stability. <laughs> so for us, I think it would be the biggest thing would be to just maintain what we're doing um, to increase our income and our businesses to a point where we can sit back a little and not have to work quite so hard. Yeah, um, we don't have to worry about the logistics as much like, hey, you know, as far as uh, budgeting, you know, for certain countries and stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you make enough money, then you don't have to do that. You yeah. know, we don't have to, to worry about that. We, we'll be but, able to travel wherever you want and it's less yeah, based for, on budget. For, for us, the, the income is all about offering experiences. So that that really is our, our number one goal is just maintaining this lifestyle that we love so much. Um, and doing that by building sustainable businesses that will eventually not be not take so many hours <laughs> of our time.